Welcome to KuzaCast, where we interview some of the most influential people in tourism from around the world. My name is Graham Watson, and I'm the founder of Kuza Global. The word Kuza means a new dawn, and in 2023, we want to find out just how our guests are working towards that new dawn. Join us and subscribe to future episodes as we hope to inspire you with stories of strength and resilience in the tourism industry. Welcome back, uh, listeners. It's Graham Watson here on KuzaCast. Today's guest is Paul Duvall, who many of you know as the founder of WhereTo, the itinerary building software. Welcome, Paul. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm honored. It's a pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Thanks very much. Um, so, Paul, yeah, I mean, what, what, basically what, what I do uh, in the podcast, if you can just tell the listeners a little bit about your yourself and how you got into tourism and like specifically, obviously, the how developing the itinerary building software ideas came and basically right back to the start of of, of Paul Duvall's career. Off we go. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not quite sure how I got there, but uh, I'm an engineer. I studied uh, civil engineering at UCT, uh, and I worked as a, as a civil engineer for about four years, but got a little bit bored. I'm quite creative, uh, and it wasn't uh, making me happy. Yeah, I, I knew I needed to move. Yeah, and then I started looking around. I'm, a, I'm also a problem solver. Everything I look at, I say, no, but this can be done better. And I got pulled in by a friend to get involved in, in a travel company. And then I just, coming from an engineering background, uh, starting to understand tech and seeing in the, in the late 90s and early 2000s, starting to see how tech was, the ability what that tech gave you. I, I mean, and the travel industry was quite backward. So it kind of, I was looking at the opportunities to, to, to speed up and, and, and help the travel industry. So I kind of, it became, I just kind of got drawn into the travel industry. I started going to Indabas. And one of the things at Indaba that drove me crazy is I'd collect discs. And I, well, I mean, first was brochures and then discs. And I'd walk around, I'd come back with 200 discs. I'd open the disc and it would spend, I'd spend hours trying to get the right information and put it into the right format. And then I still had to try and send that, that information overseas. So to me, the, the content model was broken. I just said, actually content sells travel and the better the pictures and the better the videos and all that sort of stuff and the better the information, the easier it is to sell. So really what did the idea of where to, where to means ours in, in most uh, African language. And it's the idea is just to, Let's create a place where the industry can load up all the information and everyone around the world can access it. So if you get a if you get a if if you get a a property sends you information on Dropbox or hands a disk or flash drive, it's still in a format that requires a hell of a lot of work uh, manipulating it to use it in your in your marketing material. And then the agents got the same problem if you're the DMC. Yeah. So Content was a huge problem, and there's actually quite a simple solution. All the suppliers put it in one place, and everyone got it from one place. That place is so you know where to get it. It's organized. Every property is 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 laid out exactly the same way, uh, and it takes out from something that's almost impossible to. It makes it. It puts all that information at your fingertips. And then I think the second thing is now that you've got all the information in one place, how do you publish it? So. Yeah, for a property, you need a brochure. So we've got eye brochures. Uh, then for the 
the DMCs and, and agents needed to uh, produce itineraries. And that's just a collection of information. So now that we've got all this information in one place, we could say, I want to go to this hotel, then I want to go to that hotel, and I want to go to that hotel, and it could string it together and basically produce a, a digital itinerary, which is a personalized website for every trip. Uh, and then this thing just grew into apps and all that, that sort of stuff. So it's really the concept of where to simple. It's using, I mean, I'm a big believer of collaboration. Yeah, if everyone's working together, yeah, and if, if, if one person does it, why must every single travel business sit there managing content? Yeah, mm. actually, let's just simplify it, put it in the middle there. You can access it uh, and just make that job easy. So that's the, the basis of where to, and then it's just, it evolves. And uh, the, the channels you have to deliver the content into, the types of contents are in, uh, evolving and technology is evolving, allowing you to do a lot more with, with that content. So yeah, it's a fun, exciting space. And yeah, I've enjoyed it. It's been a hard journey to convince people to go digital, trying to convince them in the late uh, 2008, 2009 was hard. But mm. yeah, after about four years of hard work, grinding away and wondering whether this is ever going to take off. It took off quite quickly at one, yeah, once we had got to a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember first coming across it uh, in 2011, I think, when I was working for a luxury tour operator in Los Angeles. And then um, I saw it there and fell in love with it and then realized, oh my gosh, this is a South African company, which was even better. So yeah, I've been an advocate of yours for 12 years now. And it's, uh, it's yeah, it's a great... A great system. I love your your R brochures. I love the fact that you can also edit your own uh, content. You know, I'm um, all edit the content that's there to personalize it. Yeah, I mean it's um, it's just uh, it's just um, a great a great platform. I'm sure many people have seen the product without even realizing it is a is a where to product. Yeah. Oh, look, I think yeah, we don't mind. It. I mean, we we it's a B two B tool, so yeah, the idea is to enable people in the industry to make them look good we don't the the, the end client doesn't need to know about us our clients yeah. must take the glory <laughs> yeah yeah i know that's that's the that's the 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 true uh, the true entrepreneurship there it's yeah just you you develop something for someone and and they and they run through it there so apart from um well actually i won't say apart from because covid has been the biggest challenge i think in anybody's faced in the in the tourism industry so we can talk a bit about how you how you help the industry i know i spoke with um rudy uh yesterday rudy wagner and he uh he mentioned you as one of the one of the people that kind of did what they could to help the industry when when all the booking stopped and all the all the you know the income just ceased and and I said, yeah, well, great. I'm interviewing you um, tomorrow, and uh, we we can talk a bit more about how what you did during the pandemic, because um, I know a lot of people were very grateful, and uh, and and how you uh, yeah how you moving forward, and if it wasn't the and what other challenge have you faced like prior to 2020 in in the startup? Yeah, look, I mean, I think first of all, when COVID hit, yeah, I I saw it coming, I don't, I, and I had a bad feeling about it, and it, I just watched the the map just start growing and then it hit south africa it was, it was always going to happen yeah yeah i remember that first uh i remember and then we were like oh my gosh it's here yeah but yeah so i mean look i think when we did this, this thing started we realized this is almost a crash yeah 
the money was stopped was going to stop flowing so we early on decided i think in march we just well not i think during february march i think april we just said listen we dropped our fees down to 50 percent i think you know we knew we could see what was happening and we understood the, the pain the our, our clients were going to go through and we i think we just took a decision actually this is the right decision uh, i think we hoped it would last six months we didn't think it was going to last two years so yeah i maybe would have made a different decision but uh look we're in the travel industry our technology our whole ethos is that we enabling the travel industry we're there we're supporting them yeah our clients a lot of our clients are our friends and it is only right for us to to upfront just uh uh offer that yeah so i mean that that is what we did to help our clients and yeah i think we'll do it again i think covid there's a hell of a lot of bad happened in covid but i think there was some good i think prior we had been we had lost a bit of control at way things had been growing really really quickly and we got we were sitting at about 85 people and then covid hit really yeah so i mean yeah look i think we we had grown a lot and uh, the previous years had been ca- had been chaos and we threw a lot of people together so we looked at uh uh covid as an opportunity just to relook at everything we're doing and uh and make sure that uh and give us a space to to think about the future so really that first year or first six months of covid we sat down and we kind of imagined where we need we want and also gave us an opportunity we needed we were needing to rebuild a lot of the foundations of where to we had started in 2008 the technology we built we started on then was the best of the time but things have changed so now there's ai machine learning deep thinking all this sort of stuff and we needed to be able to use that in the next 10 years so we took the opportunity to kind of reimagine what the tourism industry is going to look like in 10 years time and then uh, and then and what what tools we're going to need to offer our clients uh so that was actually a really fun uh opportunity to have the space and time to to reimagine travel and at the same time we started planning for the rebuild of uh of yeah the foundations of, of where to so that so that's the good side of COVID. I think it was, it was challenging because we still had 85 people employed, employed and we, we basically, we managed to keep them. There was some nutri- uh, attrition during the, the two years. So I think we're sitting at uh, 65, but our dev team is the same size, which is a, which is a relief. Yeah, that's, that's, that is, that is great. I mean, yeah, that's not even, what is that? A tw- 20%, which is a lot better than other yeah, other businesses. So, so well done on that. Um, can you, can you tell us like, uh, particularly about the integration tools? I know you and I, many years ago, we looked at integrating it with some of the booking systems um, that are on the market today. Um, so that that's another option too, is that you don't need to do it on a separate, you don't need to do your, your booking and then where to on a separate itinerary. Is that, is that you can do it all in one system? Is that correct? Yeah, look, I think, we need to make the whole thing simpler. So we're needing to integrate with, there are lots of different technologies around the industry. And uh, we are definitely trying to help link those technologies because we need to make it uh, as simple as possible for our clients. So I know Tour Plan's the big guy in in Africa and actually probably 
through the world. They've got probably 400 plus of the top clients. We've got, so we started working with them probably 10 years ago, and we've got over 100 companies integrated with Tourplan. So we spend a lot of time uh, with that integration and maintaining it. So, I mean, the guys you will know are the, the you know, I think Wilderness, Tom, uh, not Tom, I'm not sure about, sure about Thompson's, but and beyond. Tourvest, all those guys use Tour Plan, and they they're using our integrations so they can access our content uh, and they can uh, build itineraries in in the pricing uh, technology, the quoting technology, and it automatically produces where to itineraries. Yeah, I think one of the we we know that you need a high quality itinerary. It needs to be that that is able to convert, but you also need to do things. Speed is important you need to do things quickly so you know those integrations make a huge huge difference in uh, for a tour plan client you're able to provide help them provide quality outputs at you know very quickly yeah yeah i mean definitely speed to market uh, i think anybody that's worked in a consultant role like i have done too it's uh the yeah the 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 end user once they once they once they quote within hours and uh you know, when, when you're sitting as a consultant and uh, it, that's, that's the thing, especially across time zones, you know, that's, that's another problem where you've, um, where, you know, you, I've, I've worked, as I say, I worked in Los Angeles. So by the, by the time I got into work some days, everybody in, in South Africa had gone home. Uh, so it was difficult to get answers. So that's why the speed is very important. When you, you, you go to a lot of exhibitions around the world, is that your main, uh, you, you, you getting people on board from all over the world as well is the technology very easy to kind of integrate for example if um, if someone if a company that's listening focuses a lot on the caribbean or or um south america or america or australia wherever in the world you've got a lot of hotels and and the it's also a seamless process with that is that correct too yeah look i think i think that's been yeah, I think we obviously we started in Africa and we almost proved the concept in Africa. And then because the agents are seeing it, they started asking, can we do this for South America? Can we do this there? All in all the different places. Because they said, this works very well for Africa. Can you help us do it for South America? And we have. So, yeah, we've got a big, big, uh, uh, quite a big client base in South America. And we've got five people in our office there. Uh, so I think the big things that, by putting the content in, unlike these other heavy systems, you're able to come in and you can sign up with where to and you can almost use it immediately. It's got mm. all the destination content. It's got a lot of the supplier content in. If it hasn't, if you haven't got the, the, the if the supplier content isn't in, we've got teams that put it in at no cost, yeah, because we're just building our our database kind of bit by bit. Yeah. So, yeah, we're there to support them and make it as easy as possible uh, for them to sell yeah, as many regions as possible. And I think the other thing that's helped the international growth is uh, I think we we provide our itineraries in, I think, 13 or 14 different languages. So that also allows yeah, us, that's us to yeah, be used in Portugal, Spain, Italy, yeah, I think even Russia, <laughs> not much business is coming from there. Uh, yeah, so it's, yeah, I think, yeah, Europe as well, as well as we, we Dutch and Flemish and yeah, I think even Nordic, yeah, some of the Nordic countries. So yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, that's I mean it's great. It's it's been great to 
to follow the journey. What uh, I mean, without giving too much away to any competitor that's listening, what's what's in the pipeline? What's what's uh, new and uh, what what's new and, and hip and happening at at where to? What what do you have you got some exciting things that you're looking at rolling out in terms of uh, all the new stuff? I mean, you know, we're, that that's the beauty I think of living in the 21st century. Just when you think you got it all, something amazing comes along, like AI and 3D and um, even 4D and stuff like that. So any I mean, yeah, what's what's uh, what's coming up? Yeah, I think 2023 is going to be a fun year, I think. So we started rebuilding where to. So to understand, it's a massive job. We've got 12, 13 years of itineraries. Yeah, we've got, uh, I mean, over 50, 60,000 itineraries being built every month. And we've got years and years of it. So we've got millions and millions of itinerary. Each itinerary has got huge amounts of data. We've got all the hotels and all their information. So it's a big system. And uh, so we set up to re-architect the way we hold data, structured data on new servers on here. So we're changing everything, but without the, the, uh, hopefully the client will never know. I mean, they'll know when it's done. And I think in the next month, we... We're migrating all the data across into the new systems and the things that and the things we've been building for the last uh kind of two years well then we can will be will be launched so initially you won't see too much uh, uh changing but because we're on different architecture and the way we structured it will be delivering a lot of new functionality very regularly so there's some Exciting new things we will hopefully be launching in in February, and then I think it's just hopefully it's going to be feature or functionality rollouts, you know, a lot. So I think the time we took in when COVID hit, we spent a hell of a lot of planning on how we're going to, what we're needing to do, and we put all the foundations into that, and hopefully those will be uh we'll be reaping the rewards of of uh yeah of all that hard work i think yeah i'm excited I, it, it's required huge amounts of patience we thought this is a yeah a job will take a year it's taken us two and a half years now i always, uh, I always so, say there's there's I mean, there's there's an IT sort of universe and time, and there's and there's everything else universe and time. It's a very different to your know, IT projects. They it's because you always I think discovering almost almost why just before you get to the end of the project, all of a sudden there now comes along a better way to do it, and you have to integrate that as well. Yeah. No, look, I think we're lucky. We fortunately got somebody. Our CTO came from the gambling industry which handles big data, they do huge amounts of money in that. And they are on the forefront of, of marketing and, uh, and just comp- because it's a big industry. It's, uh, yeah. So mm. we're bringing every, all his learnings from there in, into where to, because essentially, yeah, you the way I, I, I was listening to a talk at WTM and I really like the way they were explaining things. So if you're a hotel or you're a driver or you're something, you in tourism and you've got a product. Yeah. If you an intermediary, an agent, a DMC, a tour operator, you're actually selling information. Mm. They say you aren't, you're actually in the information business because yeah. you have to get that information in a way, deliver it to them. Get, yeah. So mm. it is quite a nice way of, of, uh, 
yeah of of positioning it yeah yeah so actually you have to be to be so they said what to be successful in the travel industry yes if you're a hotel you need to deliver the, the final product but if you a uh, a anything a dmc agent it's all about information the people who manage information the people who use in the future ai machine learning are going to get ahead because yeah that's perfect for information so and like his advice for for people in the travel industry industry was you know look at yourself as a as a as an information and you know, business yeah, and not yeah. as a <laughs> as a travel ahead. agent or tour operator or a dmc so how far how far away am i from putting a a VR headset on and going on to where to? I mean, I've been toying with that idea. I'm sure. I've always wanted to do one just for fun. Yeah, but I'm not sure how. I mean, where it'll work. I mean, the first, yeah, it, it needs to get to a certain point of groundswell before it becomes useful. Yeah, know? I think, I think what's going to change the industry more is is uh is ai i think when mm. we went to wtm and i went to the talks in 2019 it was about ai 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 but people didn't they, they didn't have any examples yeah but you know they said listen ai is coming you've got to take it seriously and like you say show me something and know uh it's coming you know yeah now I think you're starting to see what it can do. And I think we at the infancy of, of AI. So if you think, so like I went back to when we started where to in 2008, the iPhone was launched in 2008. There was no Airbnb. I think came in 2009. Mm. Uh, Spotify wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> nothing was there. I mean, yeah. what's the other one? So all these big companies, and that's 12 years ago. Yeah, exactly. And it's, just yeah. over 12 years so much. And, and I think the change is going to speed up, not slow down. So yeah. I think I, I can't imagine what it's going to be like in, in 10 years' time. But yeah. it's going to be different. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm such a tech uh, geek as well. So I love, uh, I love um, all that kind of stuff and thinking about what, what's coming. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so I mean, I think, so our stepping back is actually... So what I liked about that, it's all about information. We had, we had, uh, that's what we're building. So we're building the foundations to hold and met. So every time somebody touches something, you see how long they looked at a picture, you start, you can measure everything. Cause mm. then you can start giving that back to your users. Yeah. So it's kind of exactly what Facebook does, exactly what all these other things, we need to start using that better in, in travel. So, we're having to put down the foundations that will, because it's all about content and content and information. So we're needing to manage that content really, really well. And we need it. Uh, and then we also need kind of to use it well. So it's really the foundations we've been building are going to allow us to, so we allow us to grow in the next 10 years. We couldn't do it with the old system. It's mm. it, it, it just, you know, technology, over 12 years, technology changes. Yeah, so it's amazing. Essentially, yeah, we might still look like a yeah. When when we launch the the foundations, we're gonna might we might still look the same. We might look like that beetle. It's a little bit battered up, but actually we've got a Porsche engine in it, and slowly yeah. we'll start changing the lights and changing this and polishing the hubcaps, and you'll, it'll start you know growing. But 
the important thing was get the you know the foundations in place. So yeah. not, I think that's not a very good metaphor, but it kind of. No, no. Well, it, it, yeah, it, yeah. it makes it makes a lot of sense. I mean, many many years ago, I mean, my colleagues uh, that I you know work with, I'm all, like an app. I always look for 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 a better way to do things, and that's why I've always enjoyed enjoyed where to. I've got a I've got a, like a catchphrase: if it takes too long, you're doing it wrong. And I yeah. always I always um and then I promise you that almost every day. If if I'm doing something and it's taking me too long, I think to myself, there has to be an easier way. Someone's invented a better, easier way to do this. And I search and I go online and sure as eggs, they, I find a better and easier way to do what I've been doing, especially when you're working with Excel spreadsheets and da, da, da. I mean, you just go online. There's there's so much ways, as you said, with data um, that, that you can, that you can, you know, ha- use data to its best ability. But, it, but if you, if you, um, I mean, there was a funny story of somebody that uh, that somebody saw adding up like a whole column in Excel, like using a calculator and adding it all. They didn't realize there was an auto sum function. So it's it's you know for me it's it's that kind of stuff too. It's if it takes too long, you're doing it wrong. And I remember in 2011, um, we were still the company that I was working for. We 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 were doing itineraries on Word of all things, Word, and you know typing up today you will be collected at. And then you know, trying to slot the, slot the uh, pictures and uh, the you know the images and word was it's you know words not image friendly so it's uh, you know sliding around images to the place you want to go to. Um, if we had Canva, it would be different. But but yeah, and then when I saw where to, it was it was like a yeah an amazing because you you just literally it takes what would you say it takes about 10 minutes to do a two week itinerary if you know what you're doing if you know where to find the product i don't think it takes much more than that yeah look i mean i think yeah i mean i think the, the speed is important and uh, i think yeah i mean it probably takes might take i haven't done it for a while but it, yeah it shouldn't take more than than, than 10 minutes uh and yes i think we can we can even speed that up uh I think hopefully we will speed that up. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, I think we're needing to, we've understand, we've also taken a lot of time in the, the client journey. So understanding if it, if the guy is starting to, uh, so a client journey is just information. Yeah. At certain different parts, when they're looking, when they're looking to buy, they need certain information. When they, when they just shopping around, they need certain information. Yeah. At the point of uh, wanting to book, they need different information. And then between the, uh booking and traveling yeah they need they might want different information and yeah during the trip they need different information so really the client the customer the traveler is just dealing with information until such time as they're on on in in on the holiday and then they're back with information so through that whole journey yeah how do we provide the right information at the right time so the way i look at it in the future is itineraries when you Get the first itinerary it's light and it's mm. attractive yeah, attractive when you're starting to get closer to the the buying time and yeah you want the price and you want detail before you push book mm. yeah and then as soon as you finish your book then it's actually about what you can do in the destination yeah, yeah. and get you excited about traveling and then in destination you have to help manage their trip and then post destination you must try and get them to refer and to talk about you and yeah it's that whole journey, but really it's just information and then the, the travel engaging with information along the way. So we're looking at that and seeing how we can kind of automate that, you know, trying to really understand the customer journey. 
yeah. Uh, yeah, the client goes through. And out, so, yeah, output, output's only as good as input. So therefore, it's really up to the, the, the suppliers to keep their information updated with images and text and, uh, and then, yeah, so that's, that's a good thing as well. If there's anything new or they've got new photographs, you know, go, go in and update the where to, that's what, that's something that it's all, because the, the consultant, uh, wants to know that all, all that new information as well. If, if a supplier updates their, their, uh, content, and it's already out there in an itinerary that that updates too, doesn't it? A past itinerary. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So it automatically updates the digital version. Yeah, look, I mean, I mean, the nice thing is if you load a picture or you change, you've got a where to profile. You load it up. Any itinerary that's out there changes. Yeah, it changes any brochure that some the brochures that are out there. So it's a live system. And then what a lot of people don't know, we've probably got two hundred companies that get the information from us. So when we've got the content API, so when we load up the picture uh, mm. in where to, we instantaneously update websites all around the world. Yeah, yeah. amazing. So for instance, Tourvest gets the, get, you know, when you upload a picture in, in where to, you're actually also uploading it into Tourvest and wow. into a lot of these bigger companies. So that, that content that gets put into where to, you know, gets a, a long, long way. So it's very important that the supplier, uh, you know, keeps their content up to date. I think one of the things in the in the way to system, we put a lot of effort into suppliers in the early 2010s or whatever, and then mm. kind of the itinerary builder and the outputs kind of got the focus. Part of the last two years is really putting this the supplier back into the into the middle of the picture and producing products for them that will ensure that they keep their content up to date and just add a huge amount of value. To suppliers so that kind of where to becomes a no-brainer yeah so, so i think yeah there's a lot there's a lot there we can do and i think we i'm looking forward to in kind of 2023 adding a huge amount of value yeah from where to to suppliers because i think at the moment a lot of the values for the dmc's and less so for the yeah, the value yeah, for the suppliers on a day-to-day -day basis. I think we add value, but not on a kind of day-to-day -day basis when they're doing their jobs. Mm. And what what you obviously your own tool helps a lot of people be productive. But what 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 business tools do you personally use to to help you be productive during the day? Is is there any apps or sort of yeah things that that you've come across that help you? Kind of just be a bit more streamlined and and what you need to do, but automated. I mean, the nice, yeah. You know, I'm a bit of the dinosaur. I'm one of the oldest guys in the world. Really? <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that. Uh, I think we use we use obviously there's Zoom, there's Slack, there's all these different systems. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, you fall in love with them and you don't want to change. But we've I think last year we went through a massive process of moving everything into uh, Microsoft. Mm. So it's a bit frustrating yeah. because, you know, there's Teams and there's chat and there's everything that Slack does, Microsoft does. It's everything that Google does, Microsoft does. Yeah, they do it slightly differently and some are better than others. Yeah, they've got their Meet, so we don't need Zoom. So just actually getting it all in one place. Yeah. As, you know, yeah, so if I'm in, 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 in uh, microsoft then i don't 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's a protected mm. bubble. So we, because we strive to be GDPR and poppy appliant, we cannot send an email with our client details because it's not secure. And yeah. then if you do, you have that person has to look at the details and if he photocop, if he prints it, he has to shred it. It's just, it's a legal nightmare for if you want to comply with GDPR, if you're moving in different systems. But the Microsoft system is GDPR appliant. So if I share a document through Microsoft, if I don't download it onto my computer, but I work on it, mm. yeah, on that live version, it's GDPR okay. uh, compliant. So it's, I think it's going to become, it's, I think we're starting to understand GDPR and a lot of people don't take it seriously, mm. but I think it's going to become more and more important in the future. So having a single platform that it never leaves, doesn't go from Slack to Microsoft. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. then there's, uh, it's moving systems and there's two, two places it could, it could fail in terms of GDPR. Yeah. So yeah. actually, so that's the big reason we've, We've moved everything onto onto, onto Microsoft, and yes, there's a lot of moaning, and uh, <laughs> yes, probably I prefer Slack than the chat. <laughs> yeah. But I think the package of the whole thing getting it's just what's it? It's just making everything efficient, more efficient. Yeah. yeah? If you yeah, and the fact that they they all it's one place. You've got one login. You've got one this. You've got it's just kind of. I think that's where the efficiency sits. There's a hell of a lot of good technologies. It's actually using it. Yeah, trying simpler ways of using it. And and uh, yeah, if you've got three different types of tech, they all have to talk to each other. If you've got one, mm. yeah, one yeah, place yeah. where it all happens, it's a lot easier. So I think a year ago, I wouldn't have thought I'd be promoting Microsoft, but <laughs> I think it's it is a big step. We had to, to do it. And I think that's created huge amounts of efficiencies across the business. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I fully kitted myself out with, with Apple uh, products uh, for the same reason. I wanted everything just to, you know, come on my watch, my phone, my, my laptop, e everything. And um, and that's the way it uh, that's the way it's worked out. And, and, and funny yeah. enough, uh, OneDrive as well on Microsoft. I love it too, because even my 10-year-old daughter loves it because she'll go onto granny's computer or daddy's computer and 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 whatever she does, it'll, it'll appear on, on her computer too. So, it's um yeah definitely I, I agree with you i think streamlining uh and using one one system where everything just updates i suppose the downside of that is if someone someone gets in then then what but you know cross cross that bridge when you come to it like if the wrong person opens the door <laughs> you know but uh yeah there's ways and means to you know pr prove prove that as well prevent that i mean let's um Let's get a bit philosophical here. Let's pretend we're on a campfire out in the African bush at two o'clock in the morning. What is the what is the last three years taught you about yourself? Uh, you know, I I can think of a lot of things that it's taught me about myself in terms of resilience and and all that kind of stuff. What do you think? What what did, did you learn anything about yourself in the last three years that you perhaps didn't know? It came to the fore and you thought, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, look, I think I think the first thing is <laughs> i think we're all highly stressed uh yeah so it drove me into actually trying to manage yourself yeah and understanding more how you work and trying to manage that stress yeah i mean i'm not a i, I don't mind pills but i think there's <laughs> yeah, better yeah. ways to solve problems so trying to yeah live healthier and trying to yeah. whether it's exercise talking about it uh 
yeah, meditation, all that sort of stuff. So drove me down that little hole. So it gave you a little bit of time. You're sitting at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. All that sort of stuff. So I think, yeah. So I think I I, I grew there. Yeah, in terms of yeah. growth and kind of you know, getting to know yourself a bit better and, and and how you operate. And really, that was out to just manage the stress and manage the drama of day to day COVID life. I think, yeah. I, I thought I didn't like routine, but I actually quite like routine. I think, yeah, yeah when you're sitting at, at home, still in your slippers and dressing gown at five o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I realize yeah. I need routine just to get up and, you know, and, uh, and manage my day. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, as soon as I could get back to the office, I was back in the office. So I like quiet time. I like working in the quiet, but I like the routine of, of the office. It kind of breaks your day up. It's not just, yeah. Yeah. Running around your house getting distracted by all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think there's a lot of personal growth. Uh through it. Yeah. And I think I'm trying to think what else uh No, I think you've pretty much covered uh covered it. Yeah, I think a lot of people um learnt learnt a lot about uh the true true character and uh, you know, hopefully most of it was was positive. Um because yeah, it, it kind of made us have to, especially in the you know the hospitality industry, where where if you didn't lose your own job, you you knew people that did, and uh, there was a whole bunch of survivors' guilt happening, and you know all 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 this kind of stuff going on. So I think yeah, it it taught mental resilience to a lot of a lot of people, physical resilience, whatever. So you know I'm always trying to look at the glasses half full, and I think if uh, if we can all take the past two and a half years and and build build on build build on what what it taught us you know i think it'll um jet rocket the human race into into a whole new a whole new realm you know i think as as you say like so many things were were developed uh, were, were, when people had the time to and and now we're seeing the the massive growth as you say and things like ai and and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think maybe if COVID hadn't have happened, people wouldn't have just had the time. Everyone had just been going through their daily routine and didn't have a chance to to step back. When you you've mentioned a lot of uh, war, what, you know what's coming in you know in terms of in terms of things like AI. But do you think? Uh, I mean, if if you had a wish list, if you if you could think of one thing that that would blow everybody away, whether it's being developed or not, what would you still like to see change or come in the, in the, in your field in the itinerary building field or just in tourism in general? Yeah, I think travel is, it's an interesting business and I think it's still, it's made up of lots, millions of millions of small businesses spread around the world in different countries, different yeah, different geographies, different times, different languages, different cultures, you know, different mm-hmm. ways of operate, operating and everyone's on different uh, technology stacks. So I think travel is complex in that in that sense. Uh, and, it, you know, one trip, a bunch of Americans coming for on a holiday to South Africa, you yeah, know, no trip's the same. And they're dealing with 30 plus suppliers probably at the end of the day and every supplier... Yeah, and every trip is different. So it's actually quite a complex industry. So I think the efficiencies, the, the, I think the technologies 
enable us to be efficient in lots of different places. The efficiencies are going to come on how those different people work together. So, mm. like, we built, got it down to building an itinerary in a matter of minutes, okay? But how the supplier engages with the DMC and the DMC engages with the agent and the agent engages with the, the client. Yeah. The times in between all that and, yeah, so, I mean, you know, trying to get an itinerary out, right, you want to get back, but you're waiting for this lodge and this lodge and that lodge and you, you know, they've asked if there's air conditioning, email them to see if you can get the air conditioning room, all that, that takes time. Yeah. So how yeah, do you, yeah. so, so basically to make the real advantages in the next 10 years, it's actually finding ways to make, you know, the times between dealing between the people, uh, yeah. you know, condense Less. that. Yeah. Because the tools are there to speed you up, but the tools are there. You know, so many other side of the world, you you you're at their kind of not back and call. You're on their timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's an interesting thing. Yeah, just cut out cut out the the length of time it takes between each uh, part of the chain. That's that's very true. Um, a lot of a lot of people I don't think realize when they're at the kind of so the property who got the request doesn't realize that there is a dmc the dmc has a tour operator the tour operator is a travel agent the travel agent has the client and the client is the ultimately the one making the decision so when the property is kind of chasing up three four days later as to is this booking happening it, there's four or five different people in the chain that has to actually get through to the final traveler to make the mind up and if we can find a way to um yeah to lessen that 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 time yeah it's uh it, uh, that's that's interesting yeah but I, th I think that's more of a human thing rather than a technology thing um because it's it's a so, I mean, I think, so yeah like are we looking at how we can help those engagements yeah yeah uh, yeah so kind of yeah i mean when we look back and we said listen you know where where the next deficiencies in travel mm. that's kind of the place where we said actually what can we do here to yeah to help yeah, I mean, if I say, so, I mean, if I had like a wish list of of what I, as a traveler, being the bloody um, tech tech uh, freak that I am, like if I had a where to itinerary, I would want and and it says your driver's coming to fetch you. I would want to be able to track that driver on the day. I want to go into my itinerary in the morning, see what the weather's like, the 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 news around me, um, yeah, find out where my driver is, uh, all, all that kind of stuff. So it's it's there's so many things that uh yeah i mean it's just but i mean obviously that takes a lot of time and development but ideally you know that's what i think that's what all elon musk is looking at too with his x.com you know he wants everything in in one app but wouldn't that be cool if if you just had this one app where the dmc the you know the ground handler uh feeds into your itinerary that the driver's seven minutes away and uh yeah and you can track him just like uber or whatever so I don't know if you've if that's something that you've even thought about, but uh, that would be really cool. Yeah, I think so. There's amazing technologies out there. I mean, the problem is, yeah, how to build it. Yeah, I think everything you said, I think I agree with, and we've discussed with people along yeah. the way. Uh, yeah, so it's not that easy. So yeah, like, I can imagine. Yeah, Uber and. Uh, uh, 
cars was it? and and uh, or multi million dollar or billion dollar yeah. companies yeah 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 hundreds of, or thousands of developers yeah so yeah. as a for somebody in the travel industry to go and do that integrate yeah difficult i think it's the the ways but uh yeah and i think it's actually what's going to make travel harder is this gdpr so to mm. everyone has to opt into everything so you're not allowed to track somebody on the ear yeah, so in the old days you could have, i think you could have an app and you just track them now you have to tell them if you're traffic tracking them and people don't yeah. like being tracked yeah no no so you always have to turn location on or off and yeah you try and yeah. keep them for as many apps as you can yeah so it's kind <laughs> of if you aren't a trusted app how do you yeah people don't like being followed but yeah so you have to try and i, know, I just wish they I, i mean i just wish there was a way for for people like me i mean i don't care about that because i'm doing nothing wrong so if i'm doing nothing wrong i don't care who's tracking me or where i'm you know what i mean it's it's like maybe there should be a, a sort of a, an anti-gdpr where we say we do what you want it's we don't care and then you sort of opt into that um no. so yeah. you opt into apps you trust and and add value if it doesn't add value don't opt in yeah so yeah 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 no look i think things are heading in that direction but that killer app at the end is almost the end of the end of the line evolution yeah it's hard so i mean if, if the taxi driver's in you, he's not in the app everyone has to be in an app yeah you know? yeah all have to, if everyone's not if you're missing people in that chain yeah in the chain then it doesn't work yeah and then it mm. actually lets the client down as opposed to to help them so for now yeah everyone's got uber on their phone yeah they know how it works mm. it's got payments linked to it so just Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. So they're using technology. They can use. Yes, it would be nice if it came in. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So we've also kind of got. Do we build our own? So you got a navigation on your app to get mm. to the place. Yeah, so you could build yeah. your own one, or you just pass them on to Google. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and Google has spent billions on it. So let's not reinvent the wheel. But they, yeah, hopefully there are ways of integrating it better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um but again, you know, it's it's I always think when when you know, for me personally in my own business, I just think every the greatest human accomplishment started as an one idea, you know. So whatever we've wanted to go to the moon or we wanted to, you know, I don't know, the every single great accomplishment or achievement that a human being has ever done started with why don't we do that, you know? So it's um Yeah, so it's it's been a great chat, Paul, and I think that uh, you've got uh, it's exciting times coming up. I think anything in the technology space, it's uh, if you look at my investment portfolio, it's it's all just tech stocks. So I um, really do, I really do love it. Um, and so, but so okay, so if anyone's listening, how do they get in touch with you? If there's a supplier sitting anywhere in the world, not just Africa, it's kind of an easy email address, isn't it? Paul at where dot com. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, you're very welcome to get hold of me. Uh, I mean, there's you know, all info at wearto.com. Yeah, all the way just go to the website. But yeah, yeah. I'm very happy to to field calls and emails. Uh, I enjoy part of the job. Part, yeah, it's nice to think you're important and be the CEO. But actually, the part of the job I like is in dealing with the you know the clients and the people. Yeah, yeah absolutely, and and that and that all in. All important beer at the at the at the function pub, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's where a lot of the deals are made, I think, at the at the bar. Um, 
but yeah so i mean thanks so much for your time paul and uh we'll be following the journey of of where to uh with with very keen interest and yeah we just thanks thanks for being on kuzacast and uh anything else any last little things that you want to want to tell the listeners before we close I'm up looking forward to your podcast on on marketing and how it's changed because i think yeah, i mean where to the marketing solution uh I think, as we were discussing before, marketing is very different. Yeah. Is, yeah used to, I mean, lodges I speak to so used to fly to New York and go and see everyone at their offices. There yeah. aren't any offices. So you, no. can, you can't go to everyone's, everyone's uh, knock on everyone's door. Yeah. Uh, so I think marketing has changed. It's one mm. of the big things I hadn't, hadn't, didn't think so. And then the more I think about it, it's changed a lot. And and how we market the old way of marketing is not going to work uh, as well. I think trade shows have become more important because that's the opportunity to actually get FaceTime. Yes. Uh, so I think it's funny. I thought trade shows with the internet were were dying. I yeah. actually think, you know, with work from home, they're coming back. So I'm looking forward to your your podcast with somebody who uh, a discussion on 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 marketing. And yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, we'll just in, keep in following. Industry. Yeah, I've got a lot of um, I've got a lot of rep companies that I'm going to be interviewing. I'm presumably a lot uh, that you would know. So yeah, just keep following the podcast and and listen out. It's uh, yeah, there's some very very interesting people that I've got lined up and and have already interviewed uh, business owners. Um, so yeah, just keep uh, keep listening and uh, you can gather some some pearls of wisdom from some of the greatest uh, minds in the industry at the moment. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure they got too much today, but uh, yeah, Graham, thanks for inviting me and, and thanks for doing this. I think there's, yeah, it's nice that you're in the front and the forefront and trying new things. Yeah. Uh, yeah I appreciate it. And uh, good luck. Thanks, Paul. We'll catch we'll up you, soon. We'll see you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Paul. Ciao. Thanks for tuning into KuzaCast, where we explore the world of tourism with leaders from all corners of the globe. Join me, Graham Watson, for future episodes as we dive into the latest trends and insights from the industry. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating, and we'll see you next time on KuzaCast. KuzaCast.